Before I get started with episode 30, I just want to take the time to thank every athlete and coach that came on my podcast so far. To be at 30 episodes already is truly a blessing and is an honor to have Ellie on today's show. Ellie played soccer at Ashland University from 2018 to 2022, won a conference championship. During her time at Ashland, he went through three coaches in four years. Describe the grind, dedication, and commitment it took for you to stay motivated and focused while that was happening. I think for me, like starting out, so my first coach, we had an interim coach my freshman year going in. The coach that recruited me, I had to step down for health reasons. So even going in, I was not going to be playing for the coach that had recruited me. Um, So like a month before I left, we had to get established with this new coach and I mean, it was, again, an opportunity to still prove myself as an athlete. Um, And then we had him until my senior, going into my senior year. And then he stepped down two weeks before that season started. So, again, it was an opportunity for me to kind of prove myself there. I mean, mentally, it was a struggle because we've kind of talked before about how, you know, I didn't play at all during my time at Ashland. So having to continually fight for a spot for four years, being a goalkeeper, I mean, we don't transition all that often like we're not subbing out goalkeepers every 30 minutes whatever so mm-hmm. uh, to kind of just still like have my head in the game was definitely like a big mental aspect for me and like being able to find my role on the team instead of like it like not as a starting player or someone who even plays but like as a leader as an encourager things like that like that kind of became my role on the team and definitely took a long time for me to be able to like appreciate that role but you know as as I grew and matured throughout my time at Ashland that was definitely something that I you know loved and was respected for on my team so during your sophomore season you sustained a major back injury you were also expected to start at goalkeeper that year how rough was it on your mental health and how were you able to stay positive through all that when you sustained your back injury yeah, so, I mean, I went into my sophomore season fighting for the starting spot. Um, my freshman year, I had secured the, like, number two spot or whatever. So, going into that season, my goal was to start for sure. We were about a week into preseason, I think, and we were just doing some drills. And all of a sudden, my back started hurting. It just got worse and worse and worse, and I ended up having to sit out the whole season. So, there was a long period of time where we had no idea what was wrong and just wasn't getting better. There was good days and bad days. There was probably less than a handful of days that I actually practiced that like fall season just because I was like oh like I feel good today like maybe we're on the men's um and I'd get to a point where I was like okay and then all of a sudden like I'd practice and then a few days later like it would just be from the top like I I tried chiropractors my athletic trainers did a bunch of treatments on me I was doing PT for a long time um and eventually I found a solution but I mean it took it took six months to get there so so when things didn't go your way obviously going through three coaches in four years can be tough but was was there any point in time where you sat down and talked to one of the coaches and talked about what you were dealing with and the mental struggles that you were going through what was their approach to you when you express that to them yeah I mean I think for me again like the injury was definitely a struggle and I definitely felt a lot of support from my coach through that when it came around to the time that we actually found a solution like I had this like neuromuscular therapist that really helps me um and it kind of got me over that like I mean my coach was ecstatic for me obviously like really happy um for me with that and I remember we were we were on a trip and a way trip and 
I had gotten off the bus and, you know, I was helping carry all the equipment. I was holding the door for everybody, let everyone go in ahead of me. And my coach was the last one to walk through the door. And I like vividly remember him like literally stopping. And he was like, Ellie, like, I just want to thank you so much, like for the way that you do the little things for this team, even though, you know, you're injured or like, you obviously want to be here for the team and you want to be like playing and he's like right now you know that obviously is not working out for you but you do the little things like support your teammates you're standing here holding the door for everyone and it doesn't go unnoticed and like he literally was like in tears telling me this and like it was just such a like pivotal moment where I was like okay like even though I'm injured even though I don't have like a playing role on this team like from an athletic like field perspective um I definitely still felt like loved and appreciated and like my personality and like my contribution to the team as you know that like leader encourager as someone who supports my teammates it didn't go unnoticed so that was kind of the beginning of me finding my role on the team as you know like one of those like people that just is there supporting the team and not as a like you know someone who plays so I, that was probably the start of like when I really started like finding that role and being injured too like I kind of just had to accept the fact that like yeah no I'm obviously not going to play I physically can't play right now so mm-hmm. yeah yeah, and that just goes to show that your character as a person has to be more important than your play on the field or on the court. I went through the same scenario when I was in college. I mean, I didn't play to my junior year, but I was also thinking about transferring after my sophomore year. But I sat back and realized, I looked in the mirror and I was like, do I want to transfer to a team where they're barely above 500, I'm going to start every game, or do I want to be a part of this winning tradition? Um, because I probably lost about, what, 10 games throughout my whole college career. So being a part of a winning culture and, you know, sustaining those relationships that I built and the found, the foundation that I built since freshman year will last a lifetime. And I feel like God was telling me to stay and that's why that's the reason why I stay is because I want to be part of a winning culture. And I also realized that I could do the little things to affect the team. And um, whenever I got spot minutes, I made the most out of it. And uh, I just think that, you know, what you went through, you was doing the little things. And I feel like that's overlooked, especially in today's society with the current generation of athletes. They forget that, you know, being a good person and a high value character person is way more important than um, your play on the field or on the court. You know, having great character and stuff like that. Describe the relationship and the connection you have with God and how God helped you through all the adversity and and the battles that you had to go through while you was at Ashland. Yeah, I think identity is like, just like as an athlete, a lot of times people get caught up in their you know personal identity and what sports does for them and the kind of accolades that they get because of that. And I mean, even I, like, succumb to that, you know, not not being someone who is playing, like, I mean, in high school, you have all these accolades, you're, every college athlete is the star athlete at their high schools, and that's why you're playing in college, but once you get there, you're with the best of the best, so Mm -hmm. to kind of be humbled by that at first, you know, going in my freshman season, there was four goalkeepers, we were all competing for the starting spot, and you know, you, it is humbling, you know, your freshman year. When you're not playing anymore, you kind of have to learn the sidelines. You know what to do in that role. And so for me, especially sophomore year when I had that injury, like, it was like, okay, God, like, what are you doing with this? Like, how how is this helping me in my collegiate career? Like, you got me here. Like, what like what is this setback going to do for me? And 
honestly, I think like that was a big like turning point for me in my faith. Just like being able to rely on God and like through that situation, find my identity on the team. Kind of like I've been saying, it's like, I just was like, you know what, God, like I may not be the starter and you may never have me be the starter, but I'm able to make an impact on this team because of the person that I am. I'm able to love my teammates in a way that other people are not capable of because my goal was to just reflect the love of Christ, like for everyone around me. So that kind of became my new like purpose was to love those around me, love other athletes, you know, within the athletic department. I was a huddle leader for our Fellowship of Christian Athletes organization on campus. So I got to know, you know, a bunch of other athletes on campus that kind of have the same mindset as me and dive into that community as well. So that was definitely beneficial to, you know, have my faith throughout college and to be able to like fall back on the Lord during times of struggle and things like that. So nice. And when I was at uh, Lynn, after I went to Wittenberg for grad school, um, there was a lot of representatives in the athletic department that talked about how important mental health is and how the student athletes at Lynn were using resources to get the help that they need. What's your perspective on mental health? And if one of your teammates was going through it when you was at Ashland or when you was going through it, what would your approach be to help your teammate or help yourself during that time? We actually had quite a few um, incidents while I was there just with teammates struggling with mental health. We also was very personal to my team. Um, my junior year, we had an attempt on the team, and that like really shook everyone. I remember it was during our um, spring, it was our winter season, so, like training stuff. So we were getting up at like five thirty in the morning, like going to practice and stuff. And I woke up that morning at five, and we had a message like practice is canceled, sleep in. We're gonna meet at like whatever room at seven a.m. And we're all like, oh, no, somebody, like, party last night, got caught, like, mm-hmm. what's going on? And we all, like, my whole team comes into the room, and there's, like, four girls that come in, and they're, like, looking kind of down. And I was like, what is going on? And then we realized one of my teammates wasn't there. And at that point, she was still unconscious in the hospital, and that was all the, the information that we really had. We knew that, you know, she attempted to take her own life, and... That was, like, a really, like, eye-opening moment for a lot of people. And, again, I think for me, like, the position that God put me in, so this was my junior year, Mm -hmm. um, I was able to be a light to people in that situation because I was just, like, okay, like, this girl was actually, like, my, like, little on the team, and I was just, like, I was distraught. I was, like, how how did this go unnoticed? Like, like people knew that she was kind of struggling. Our, like, training staff kind of knew. And she was battling injury as well. So, I mean, it was really it was really hard for like, all of these, like, thoughts to be, like, processed in that moment. We're sitting there in the morning. We're all just sitting there in silence. And it was like, what's next? And I just stood up and I was like, I'm going to go out in the hall and, like, pray over this girl. If anybody wants to join me, like, you're more than welcome to. No pressure at all. And Amen. basically my whole team walked out there with me. And we, like, all linked arms, prayed for that girl, prayed for each other. Um, and that following week, like practices were not mandatory. A lot of people ended up coming anyway, just because you know mandatory practices are still kind of mand- non mandatory practices are still kind of mandatory. But right. they were lighter practices, and our coach did a really good job, like following up with people, making sure that they were doing okay. And I think it just like opened everyone's eyes to like the love that like we need to show each other. And at that point, like our team was kind of struggling with some like toxic like energy and different things on the team and. Further, like, from that, that spring, a bunch of, like, the my class, so juniors going to be seniors, got together, and we met with our coach at the end um, of the season just to kind of talk about, like, the struggles that were happening on the team and 
negative energy and things like between the girls from coaches and players like the way that the coach communicates to different people on the team like what needs to be better going into our senior season so one a situation like this doesn't happen again two so we can like just create a better culture moving forward and so that my class could then leave a legacy behind that is you know leaving this place better than we found it so we went to him with literally a bunch of solutions just to be like look like these are issues that we've talked about and we don't we don't need to redress the issues necessarily but these are the solutions that we're proposing and he was he was, I mean, he was receptive to it I think that you know no coach wants to be told like what they're doing wrong um, but it was a good a really good conversation to have and honestly it brought my class together a ton to be able to do that and to be able to have that conversation with him and I think like junior to senior year me was really the year that like the mental health thing kind of became a big deal within like the NCAA and all that because that would have been like the like year of COVID like 2020 into 2021 that fall and spring and it happened spring of 2021 so I mean yeah I personally never dealt with a big bout of like depression or even like suicide nothing like that but to have teammates that dealt with that and to have other teammates that dealt with depression and anxiety like it definitely is something that you see and I feel I feel blessed because of you know the struggles that I did go through like I very easily could have fallen into depression and been upset that I'm not playing and let that, you know, get me down. But because of the identity that I found in the Lord, I truly believe that, like, that's the only reason that I didn't, you know, I didn't fall into that. Like, my identity was within Christ and what he could do in me with these opportunities, with whatever the opportunity held. It's not, it's what, like, it's it's on him whether I'm playing or not. That has nothing to do with me if God doesn't want me to play. So I got to fall why I'm here and the reasoning behind that. Um, and your purpose. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome, Ellie. Did Ashlyn provide the right resources for you to get help or for your teammates or anybody else to get help? Yeah, so they had, Ashlyn actually has like a program for all students. They have a partnership with a like local counseling office. And I know a lot of girls um, after that incident ended up using um, those resources and they, they was available to all of our team, the girls that you know, we're directly involved, um, the girl herself and her friends that, you know, had found her and stuff. But, like, Ashley did a really good job making sure that our team was taken care of. And it was definitely something that was, like, kept on the down low for a long time. Um, the athletics department was really good about, like, you know, keeping it on our team. And people knew that something was going on just because our team wasn't practicing. And everyone was like, why is the girl's team not practicing? Right, but they didn't know what was actually going on. Right. So, I mean, because that's such a good... A, a hard thing to process and like there's 30 girls involved in this you know um, affected by it it was it was something that took like a week or two for us all to really like process and get through before people were ready to kind of talk about it and not move on like literally but just like move on you know to better things and to be able to process this and you know get through it together and it definitely brought our team together a lot closer um and like I said, like we all just kind of found like a newfound love for and appreciation for each other as well. So this, the things that you went through at Ashland and the impact that you had at Ashland on your teammates, on your coaches, on everybody that was connected with you. What can you take from that and apply it to where you're heading now in life? Yeah. Um... You interned with the Browns. You know, you're staying in the sports industry. You graduated high academic student. And now you're applying that to, you know, your real life situation. So what can you take from what you learned from Ashlyn and all the 
adversity and trials and tribulations you learned at Ashland, what can you take from that and apply it now to post-career? Yeah. I mean, there's definitely not one thing that I can just pinpoint, but, like, truly, like, looking back on hardships in hindsight makes me feel so blessed because of the ways that it's shaped me into the person that I am today. Like, you know, people say hindsight's twenty twenty. Like, I can directly see, like, God's hand in all of these little things throughout my time at Ashland, throughout my, like, high school career as well, where, you know, he's connected me with different people here and there. He's brought friends in and out, relationships in and out, and, like, the way that, like, I've just been able to grow in my own faith, I think, you know, sports has been such a big part of my life for so long that to be able to still continue also, like, in the industry, like, in the working world, like, I want to continue to make an impact um, with my faith in in the sports industry and whatever that may look like for me, I'm not sure yet, but I think having, you know, the struggles and the adversity that I went through and being able to just really, like, find my faith and my purpose and my identity in the Lord no matter what I do, like, I'm going to find purpose in that because I know that, like, I'm secure with God. And so I think truly, like, all of the little things that I've learned have added up to that. And, that like, my faith is 100% the thing that I'm taking with me into the into the next phase of life. So right. that's probably the biggest thing for sure. Right. And then you see what I'm doing now with the podcast. And I was working and, you know, one day it just popped up in my head. That was probably just God telling me, like, this is your purpose. Because I went through, I went through so much as an athlete, dating back to, you know, grade school. So, for me to take the knowledge that I learned and all the mental health stuff that I went through, and to create a platform to build awareness, to have other athletes like yourself come out and speak about it, it just makes me happy that I'm doing this, and I'm doing this for the love. I'm passionate about it, and yeah, this is my calling and my purpose from the Lord. So. I'm just really extremely blessed, extremely blessed to have you on for episode 30. Can't believe I'm already 30 episodes in. If someone would have told me last year that I would have been starting a podcast and have 30 episodes by Christmas, I would have been like, you out of your mind. So it's just really the calling from God. And I'm really thankful. And I'm thankful for you to be on and um, your journey and your experiences. Thank you, Ellie, so much. Appreciate you for coming on my platform. Thank you.